Do you ever struggle with how to prioritize your time and energy so that you're actually working toward the important things in your life? A lot of people struggle with that. I know I did for a long time. I'm going to give you some real practical strategies on how to tackle that today here on 5-Minute Mentoring. Have you ever wanted to have someone in your life who you could ask real questions about your art, your business, and even your walk with the Lord? Well, that's exactly what we do every Friday here on 5-Minute Mentoring, where I answer one question from one of my awesome podcast listeners in order to help you start really thriving as the artist you know God created you to be. Well, hey there, my friend. I'm so glad that you're with me today. I love answering people's questions. And uh, Carly Sue asked me a question the other day online. She's actually a singer-songwriter here in Asheville, North Carolina, and was like, Matt, I'm working a job. I'm doing everything I know how to do. I'm, you know, building my my strength and, and singing and out there doing what she's doing as a musician. But she's like, I've got a lot of time on my hands that's not devoted to working a job, and I want to really use that time to better, you know, strategize so that I can build my business, cultivate what God wants me to do in my heart. What do I do? And I was like, that's such a great question. What I would encourage people to do is this. Number one, you know, the Bible says without a vision, the people perish. That actually means without prophetic revelation. That is what I like to call a download from the Lord. All right. If you don't know that you know that you know who you are, who he is and what he's got for your life, then you cast off restraint. That's what that word perish means. Or it means that you just kind of run around doing everything you can, trying to figure it out yourself. You really get into striving, which leads to either confusion or paralyzation or just getting burnt out. And that is not God's best for you. So the best thing to, to start with, I was telling her the other day, is, hey, start with vision. Get clear about what it is that God's called you to do. And then set a goal. Set that vision out there. You know, if, you know, like for me, God's called me to raise up an army of artists. God's called me to be a full-time working artist. So I put that out there as a vision, like that is the goal and I even write down what that looks like, what that feels like, what level of income I'm believing God for. You know, I put all that out there kind of as the big vision. And then what happens is, you know, that's kind of like the, the big guiding principle, kind of like an umbrella, if you can think about that, you know, or the horizon line that you're always moving toward. Then within that, I like to break that down into one year goals. That is knowing where I am now, and knowing that I'm trying to make progress toward that big goal, that big vision, what goal can I set for myself within the next year that will that is a, a big hairy goal that's a you know aggressive that is you know really puts it out there for me to be working and believing toward, but that's also realistic. All right. I talk about smarty goals, you know, that are specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic with a time frame and an incentive when you meet it. But lay those things out there. And then once you have your year goal, say, for example, I want to make, you know, $100,000 this year in my art business, or I want to sell X pieces of art this year, or, you know, for Carly Sue, that's, you know, I want to get my album out there this year and have it on iTunes or, you know, whatever that is, that's your goal. And then what I do is break that, that year goal down into 90 day goals. Now, why 90 day goals? Well, 90 days is enough to really make progress, measurable progress, but it's also bite-sized enough that it doesn't 
overwhelm you. All right. So every 90 days, if you think, you know, January, February, March, all right, then again, April, May, June. So every quarter, you're kind of focusing again on a bite-sized piece of that one-year big goal that has is a part of getting you closer to that big vision in your life. See, the vision is the thing that fuels you, all right? But the, the year goal and then the 90-day goals, those are the things that are like, okay, I got to get after this, all right? This is the thing that's keeping me accountable. This is the thing that is my to-do list, if you will, all right? And then within your 90-day goals, I like to call these objectives, all right? That is, every week in your 90-day goals, you need to have different things, and I kind of think like, a, you know, I'm re- I reverse engineer things. So if I'm wanting to have, for example, my website, you know, created in the next 90 days, then I list out all the things that it's going to take individually as tasks, and I lay those out week by week by week by week within that 90-day period. So that way, again, you're not overwhelmed with, I'll never get a website. I'm so overwhelmed. No, you got to get the copy written, and then you got to get the page layout done, and then you got to take photography of your work, and then you need to edit that. And then you can decide what page it goes on. See, it's just bite-sized pieces, bite-sized pieces. That way, when you've got weekly objectives in terms of 90-day goals within a big year goal that's pushing you toward a big vision for your life, all of a sudden, no matter if you've got 10 minutes or 10 hours one month, you know exactly what track you're on and how to begin to move down that path. This is extremely effective. It's how we run our business. It's what I teach in the mentoring program. It is absolutely a great strategy for every artist who wants to move from where they are now into the vision that God's got for their life. All right. Hey, I hope this was encouraging to you. If it has been, hit the share button. And remember, until next time, you were created to thrive. All right. Bye.